Welcome back to another episode of Life as a 20 Nothing. And first and foremost, I just want to thank you all for the influx of love and support that I've been receiving. It's overwhelming, but in a good way. I'm amazed. I'm joyful. It's amazing seeing this little community that I've been building and that you guys have been building with me. It's amazing. I cannot thank you guys enough for joining me on my journey. So to any new listeners, hi, welcome. And to any old listeners, thank you for continuing this journey with me. I think I'm on like the eighth episode now, which is crazy because the year is coming up to an end. I started this back in August and we're wrapping it up and we're going into the new year, which kind of leads me into what I want to talk about today. Kind of just reflecting on 2022 and kind of looking forward to 2023 and what things we all can look for in 2023. Kind of just putting that stuff on your radar. So I saw this glorious post on Instagram. It's from the account We The Urban. I don't know if you guys follow it or not, but I love the account. They have beautiful affirmations and inspirational quotes that they post. I think it's daily or weekly or something. Anyways, check them out if you are super into that stuff. I'm super into that stuff. And they just posted a carousel post of nine things to do in 2023. And that inspired me a lot. It's a nice way to reflect and to think about, okay, What do I want to change my habits from 2022 and what do I want to improve on in 2023? Kind of what do I want to shift over? What do I want to change? And all that good stuff. And I just think right now is a super important time just for reflection, just for clarity, just for a change in perspective. If there's anything in 2022 that you didn't like or that you wanted to change, 2023 is the perfect time. I know a lot of people bash people and they're like, why do you start going to the gym in 2023? Like, why does it take the new year to go to the gym, whatever? And I hate hearing that. I hate when people say that because some people just need that huge shift and that huge change to make that difference in their life. Like, I don't know. I don't understand what the point in bashing someone for trying to make a change in their life, regardless of when they make that change. I think the fact that they're trying to make that change in general is just amazing. Who cares how long it lasts? At least they're trying to better themselves. Who cares when? It's happening. We should be supporting each other in that. So for all the people that go to the gym when the new year starts, and even if you quit by February, I think you're doing an amazing thing. And I am rooting for you on the outside. I will probably be doing the same, actually. So going back to the We The Urban post, I did have a connection to make with that. I didn't just mention it for nothing. I actually want to talk about some of the stuff they wrote in there and kind of put my own take on it and kind of expand on that a little bit just to give you guys some thoughts and some things just to keep on your radar. Like I was saying, I think it's just important to have those in your mind when the new year comes up. It's just a huge time for change and it's a huge time for improvement. So why not go into the new year thinking about this stuff? So one of the first slides they actually have says, go to therapy in 2023. It's time to heal. And as we all know, I love a good therapy session. I literally talked about it in my last podcast episode. I adore therapy. I think it's amazing. But with that being said, I do realize that therapy is not accessible for everyone. In fact, it wasn't accessible for me for the longest time, not necessarily financially. Well, yes, financially, but alongside financial reasons. I couldn't do because I was in high school. My parents were very against therapy. They did not want me to go to therapy. They had this beautiful, perfect family in their mind, and they thought, 
there was no reason for me to go to therapy, but they didn't understand what I was going through. So therapy wasn't accessible for me until I got to college and I had my own funds. I was 21. I could start doing stuff on my own, billing it to my credit card, not having to go through my parents to realize all of that and to go through all of that. So I do recognize that therapy is not necessarily accessible for everyone. So I urge you if you are considering therapy, but there are some inaccessibility issues There are some links and there are some resources. If you would like to keep it confidential, there are certain ways to do that. If you want those links, please reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help you all to find accessible health, accessible mental health. But if it's inaccessible for you, I completely understand. But if it is not inaccessible to you and it works with your insurance or it works with your finances, I definitely just urge you all to consider therapy. Like, don't knock it till you try it. It has... A bad stigma around it, I feel like. At least the people I've talked to, they kind of associate therapy with a kind of bad negative cloud. And they kind of think of therapy as almost weak. And if you're one of those people that think that therapy is weak, I challenge that thought. I think therapy, going to therapy, reaching out for that help is actually a huge act of strength and a huge act of braveness to be able to go out and to seek help. So just food for thought. And also who doesn't want validation from a professional that your feelings and your emotions are valid and reasonable. I think people underestimate the significance that hearing that you are valid and that you are reasonable for your thinking can have on you, especially from a professional. I was so happy when I heard my therapist was like, yeah, you're right to feel that way. You are completely valid. I felt amazing and I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. So if that's something you would like and something that sounds pleasing to you. I urge you to just look into therapy. And there's no long-term commitment, no short-term commitment. It's literally on your own pace, so whatever you want to do. Okay, that's my spiel about therapy. I will be moving on now. Another amazing slide that they have right after the therapy one says, pour into cups that pour back into yours. Pour into yourself the way you pour into others. Pour love into everything you do in 2023. I think this is amazing. I love, love, love the first two. Pour into cups that pour back into yours. Essentially, what I'm getting from this and my interpretation of this is give people good energy, give people energy, but don't do it if they are not giving you that same energy back, if they are not reciprocating that energy back. Do not get into a conversation with someone and constantly feel exhausted, physically exhausted, mentally exhausted, emotionally exhausted from having these conversations with someone. That is not a conversation I feel that is worth having. You should not be walking away from a conversation with a friend feeling like I am drained, I am exhausted, I'm tired. You should be feeling good energy back from them. And that is your body and your brain telling you that this is not a good situation, this is not a good conversation, not a good interaction I'm having, and it's not worth your time, truly. And more so, the next sentence says, pour into yourself the way you pour into others. I have seen so many of my friends, my family, my colleagues have so much love to give people, and it's amazing, it's beautiful to watch people love other people. It's glorious. But I feel that many people forget to pour that love back into themselves. You have so much love to give to everyone else. Why don't you love yourself the same? You have to love yourself before you can love everyone else. You should, I should correct that, you should love yourself before you can love someone else because having that independence, having that growth within yourself is amazing. It's beautiful and it it will flourish into even more beautifulness when you're pouring that into other people too, if you start with yourself. Another one of the slides says, start believing that there is nothing that is too good for you. I absolutely love this. I love everything in this post, but I absolutely love this. I think 
it is such a beautiful feeling when you start to look at yourself as if you deserve good things. And it's such a relieving and it's such a liberating feeling knowing that I'm not too good for anything in this world. I deserve to have that love. I deserve to have that job, that career. And I saw someone say this that I absolutely love, but there is no ceiling. There is no limit to visualizing your happiness. There is no top shelf that you can't reach when it comes to your happiness or when it comes to something that is good for you. And with that, I also urge people, if you are into vision boards, even if you're not into vision boards, I recommend making one of just all of the stuff that you think is quote unquote too good for you, but make it into something that you think is attainable. There is nothing that is unattainable. Okay, figuratively speaking, there are things that are unattainable, but when we're talking about goals, there is nothing that is unattainable, truly. And I know I've already moved past this, but I kind of wanted to go back to the therapy thing really fast. I just wanted to mention that there are ways to heal that is not through therapy. You can absolutely heal on your own without the help of therapy. But I just personally believe with the help of therapy, it helps you confront these issues, these problems, these challenges face on and head on. I don't know if that's the right phrase, but head on, face on, and it just really puts it in your face and it gives you perspective that you probably didn't even think about. It's probably back in your subconscious that you didn't realize need to be brought out. It helps you bring out those issues that need to be on the forefront. Okay, I promise now I'm actually done talking about therapy because I talked about it a lot in my last episode, so I'm done. Okay, another one of the slides that they posted says, practice loving yourself while you are becoming the person you want to be. And I think that relates heavily to pouring to yourself when we were talking about the cups and the three quotes because loving yourself and becoming the person you want to be can happen at the same time they can happen simultaneously they don't have to be mutually exclusive they are at the same time and you can flourish into this beautiful human being when you learn to love yourself more because you are in turn growing to this beautiful person that you want to be and just a little thing about growth growth is extremely hard and it's an exhausting process it's draining. It can be very draining to grow, but it is a process that needs to be done. And once it is done, the hill looks so much bigger. The clouds look so much fluffier. The sky's more blue. Point being, it's an amazing, beautiful process and outcome that you get. And growth happens all along. There is no single outcome. There is no end of growth. You are constantly growing. You're constantly growing into yourself. But it's important to dedicate time to growing yourself. Another one that came up, stop chasing people who are fine with losing you. I think that is so important. Once again, it's so exhausting. It's so draining to be in the company of someone who really just doesn't care about you. Someone who is okay with losing you shouldn't be in your life. They don't, they aren't deserving of being in your life. You can put that energy to someone else who really does love you. If Steve over here gets upset with you at every little thing, and is fine with losing you, is fine with telling you off, fine with like cussing you out. He's not worth my time. But then if Diana over here is so happy when I give them a little gift and is so appreciative of my company and my love, why would I not want to dedicate that time to Diana rather than Steve, who doesn't give a shit what I do and wants to fucking lose me, doesn't care. I'm going to dedicate my time to Diana and I'm going to grow with Diana. I'm going to flourish with that company my energy is going to be uplifted and that's going to heal me in the process as well because I'm getting the same energy back. I'm feeling truly seen, truly understood and reciprocated. Okay, so this last one that I think is beautiful to end off on, keep taking care of yourself even when you're tired. 
And when I say taking care of yourself, it doesn't mean you have to go run a mile marathon every day. It doesn't mean you have to go on a run, go to the gym every day. Taking care of yourself can literally mean just putting out a water bottle on the side of your bed for when you wake up in the morning so you can chug that water bottle down. It can mean making your bed in the morning right before you leave for class or before you leave for work so you can come back to a clean bed. If you've heard the phrase, it's like cluttered space, cluttered mind or whatever. Just to do that for yourself, that is taking care of yourself. It's looking out for yourself. You don't have to do a huge act. I feel that many people feel that it is a drastic change or a drastic measure that you have to do. But no, many things start in baby steps. Many things come in small forms and they build up. But especially something with taking care of yourself, even when you're tired, especially bringing mental health, even if you were depressed, even if you're going through anxiety, if you are going through any kind of cluttered mental space, just doing one little thing for yourself can honestly make a huge difference. Like taking a shower in the morning, spicing things up, you know, it can make such a difference and it does not have to be a whole big thing because it can be hard. It is hard to pick yourself up at the end of the day sometimes. So don't, don't do this whole thing where you have to pick yourself up. Just put a water bottle, fill up your water bottle, put a few water bottles, make your bed in the morning, fluff your pillows or something, literally anything that just makes you feel more alive and more like a human being and more ready to take on the day than you were before. Just a little improvement. That's it. That's all you have to do. And that's taking care of yourself. That's looking out for yourself. And I also just want to end all of that off by saying you don't have to do this stuff in 2023. They're just like little suggestions and little things to keep on your radar. Like, you don't have to start it in 2023. You can start this at any point in your life, any point in time. But if you want an excuse or a time to start, I think 2023 is the perfect time. With this big change, you might as well. Okay, I cannot believe 2022 is coming to an end. That is crazy. I can't believe this is my last podcast episode. I'm going to start sniffling. I'm going to start crying, guys. Like, (laughs) I can't believe it. It's the last episode of 2022. But I'm so, so excited to start this new journey of 2023, especially with you guys, especially with these beautiful things that are in store, these ideas that I have. I cannot wait. And I hope you guys are just as excited to explore this journey with me in 2023 and your own journey, your own path. Because remember, life is hard. Your 20s is hard. Being a teenager is hard. Growing up is difficult and it sucks. It literally fucking sucks. But as always, I am here to just help give some validation, give some, a little voice of reason. If you need some extra support, I'm here for that. I'm just here to support you guys. I'm not here to give advice. I'm just here to support. And I hope I got to support you guys today. And as always, please, 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 if you have any suggestions, comments, recommendations, questions, literally anything, I am all ears. Um, I keep my TikTok and my Instagram links in my episode descriptions most of the time. So please reach out to me if you have anything, literally anything you want to talk to me about. I'm all ears. I'm open ears. And I'm happy to connect with you guys always. And I'm happy just to hear your thoughts. If you want to rant too, please find me. Please talk to me. And side note, if you actually want to see these quotes laid out, if you just go to We The Urban's Instagram site, I recommend like putting these on post-it notes and just hanging them up around your room when the new year starts. I think that'd be amazing. And it's a good little reminder and encouragement. Okay, so for the last time of 2022, <laughs> wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're having an amazing time and I will talk to you guys in the new year. Have an amazing holiday. If you celebrate any holidays, happy holidays and I will talk to you guys as soon as I can.